Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Is Not A Safe Space with Nick Beaton on the NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Check that out for lots of other great podcasts and this one. Also, uh, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And please give us a favorable rating. Uh, I'm here today with uh, Lucy Gervais. Hello. Uh, hello. Nice to see you again. N- nice to see you as well. Uh, Lucy's a, a comedian in Toronto. Or Are you originally from Toronto? I'm from Toronto. Oh, okay, you're from like actually in the city, born yeah, and raised? I grew up in the city uh for most of my life and then I lived in the small town of Bradford, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Uh from ages 8 to 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then so. you came back. And then I came back. Great. Uh how was growing up in Bradford? I don't really There's Brantford, Brampton, Bradford. See, there's too many of those it's places. Every time I say Bradford, people are like, "Oh my god, I love Brantford." Like, yeah. "Oh my god, Wayne Gretzky's from there." It's like, yeah, "No, yeah. that's not what I said." And there's I another one, there's Bradford. like Burford or something. Never heard of Burford. There's like a Burford. There's Beaton. There's Beaton, there's Ontario. Beaton, Ontario. Yeah. That's a cute town. Mm-hmm. I've never been there. I have been once. I uh, When I lived in Bradford, we traveled to Beaton. And then me and my family and another family friend family, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a bunch of them, not just one family friend, like the whole family. You get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went through a ravine. In, in Beaton? <laughs> yeah, in Beaton, Ontario. It was like Sounds a day nice. trip that we had with like... All the children. Okay. For good memories in Beaton, Ontario. There you go. Beaton, Ontario. Full of ravines. Great. Uh, killer ravines. Not, you know, when you come to Toronto, the ravines are... There's ravines, I guess. But, it's not what you come to Toronto for, though. Yeah, exactly. If you're coming here for the ravines, you fucked up. You're no planning. one's dumping bodies in Beaton, Ontario, is what I'm trying to say. You never know. That's It'd be a great place. <laughs> yeah, no one... Well, they might find it. Anyway. We didn't find any there. <laughs> you didn't find any bodies? Um, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, I don't know how many of these you've listened to or if you've listened to any. Uh, sometimes people do. Sometimes people don't. The whole thing is just talk about uh, varying topics. I actually have a topic that I want to bring up off the top because it's a personal experience. It's something that happened last night. I think might there's like a lot of elements to it. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so, I went to a bar. And originally, I was going to do this uh, trying to like chastise the bar. But in post thought, I realized it was really just the one guy who worked there who was a dick. Okay. Uh, but... But a friend of mine came in who's visually impaired, and he, the way he sort of operates with that is he'll kind of lean on somebody to help him direct him through the whatever new area he's in yeah, to help he, find a seat. He does this with strangers, like he guides no, his no, way through strangers. No, no, this was a friend. This was another friend oh, okay. that they, they came in a group of them, and he was just leaning on one guy just to help him get to the table. So. Uh, we had a different server, but this other guy who was serving there, I guess he was also like the manager for the evening or whatever, was like, we can't serve him. He's he's too drunk. Like he came in with somebody like helping him out, which would be fine as an initial sort of maybe a view. But then he talked to us and we were like, oh, no, he's he's visually impaired. And the guy was like, yeah, man, do you want to try my glasses on? Like I can't, you know, like so we found like and he's a comedian and a f- fairly well-known comedian like mm-hmm. he's from the States and stuff like that. He, uh, he, we looked up articles on Google where, like, it mentioned that he was visually impaired and stuff. Like, hey, so can we just get a drink? And the guy just made a judgment call, said, no, I already made the call. You can't do it. Yeah. I'm honestly speechless that someone responded to, no, he's not drunk. He's blind with, um, whatever. (laughs) Like, Yeah, Whatever he, you say, he just, you still can't drink here. The, the thing I thought, it, it illustrated a bunch of different things. So originally, because I was going to say like, oh, fuck this place and tweet about it. I'm like, I normally hate when people do that. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because it is just the one guy. I probably won't go there 
for a while and maybe never again because it was such a turn off experience. But I'm not going to be like, fucking nobody ever go to this place. First of all, I don't think those ever usually work. Yeah. And also, again, it's this one guy. Like, I know another guy who works there is nice. The actual server that we had was very apologetic. She was like, oh, I would serve him. I, I know this is stupid, but I can't, you know. Yeah, my, I can't serve your friend who I think is like, I believe you guys. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. But I so, can't do anything about it. So you oh, don't want to you, you fuck everybody over yeah, because of well, one asshole. Have you thought about writing like to headquarters or that guy's boss? Not, like you can use your name, but you don't, it doesn't have to be public. Like on social media, you can go to that. Yeah, guy's you can boss. go to that guy. And the thing is, he didn't give us the server refused to give us his name. Like he knew that what we were getting at. Like somebody was like, "What's your name, man?" Because we're this is this is really inappropriate and bullshit. What you're doing? Yeah. And he's like, "I'm not giving you my name, and you're not allowed." Whatever. And so. There was nothing like <laughs> I'm not going to just guy, let though, you because, get me in trouble because it's a local place. So I've been there a bunch of times. So I've seen that guy a bunch of times. So it okay. wouldn't be hard to like be like, hey, is the manager in today? And then like point him out and be like, this happened and you should be aware of that. But the guy's been a dick in varying other ways before. But what it kind of I think illustrates to me, which is like a, a common problem in society right now, it seems that people even in light of new information sort of double down on their original opinion because like admitting that you were wrong or mistaken looks weak to people yeah so you're saying that's what that guy was doing that's what that guy was doing he was like i thought he was drunk and even though we could be like hey man he's definitely not but have proof that he's not he instead of him just going oh okay i made a mistake i would have an entirely different reaction in that situation if i was like sorry i can't serve this guy and they were like actually he's blind i'd be like i'm so sorry um i know i bills on me like i'd be so embarrassed i would be very to embarrassed call a blind person drunk i'd feel so terrible yeah yeah, I, yeah. that's how i would i'd be like oh shit i'm i can just feel like yeah okay we'll get a, a round of drinks for you guys and very sorry about that i mean it's an honor again yeah if everybody if, if, if it could have just been like hey man I guess the thing is, we were kind of, not that he was wrong, but we were kind of probably dicks about it in a way, instead of just going, hey man, you made an honest mistake, but he's visually impaired, let's move on past this and not make this a thing. But instead, we were like, dude, he can't see what the fuck, you know, like, and kind of were probably more dicks about it than we should have been. Yeah, but he's still in no way right, like, there's not a moment in that story where where that guy's right. No, no, he's He's not right at all. No, he wasn't, he wasn't right at all, but I think, I think we just... I'm just trying to I've been trying to analyze it. I think that right out of the gate there was nothing that was not combative about the way we were as well. I mean, yeah. I think one I think there was like a couple people who weren't but a couple people who were very directly like, "Oh shit, the fuse is lit. Let's fucking, you yeah. know, we we have justification to be dicks to this guy." You didn't really try to convince him after a certain point yeah there was you one guy who was very calm he's like look man we actually just we're coming from a place we've only had like a, like a couple of drinks we're not drunk at all like yeah. you know also this guy's blind and that's yeah. why he did that yeah 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 that, that, that was you heard me yeah the blind thing Oof. uh very important so uh but do you find that people do that they double down on on their you know opinion and rather than like if, if they're I in light of new information yeah I, I think that there is a new do you know the webcomic The Oatmeal? I don't. Okay, no. so The Oatmeal is a really cute little funny webcomic, and I've been seeing this shared a lot on Facebook lately, and it's like a infograph. It's really long. Like, it's so long I didn't finish it, and I probably won't, but I get the gist. And it's a little infro- infograph saying that when we hear something we agree with, 
it makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. And then if we hear something that we don't agree with, or if we are like offended. Well, the, yeah. One thing on, I've heard is a theory. Um, and I, I read it in this book. It's called, uh, I'm right. And you're an idiot. And it's like about the end of like people having civil discourse. Uh, so what they, it's like, it is like this theory that people are more prone to listen to watch and seek out media that justifies their opinion. Yeah. And when they hear something that doesn't justify the opinion they have, they automatically become defensive and as, and double down on it instead yeah. of listening to what the other person or even factual thing is saying. Like people, that's why people can say the fake news thing that gets thrown people around all the like time. Being wrong. People don't don't like being wrong and people just have to accept that you're gonna be wrong yeah probably more than you're right overall yeah because there's like, too much information out there and with things that like with a lot of the issues that people try to be right about there's they're not black and white issues to begin with yeah so to, to just say no no this is the way it is because this is how i feel is just useless, especially when they're like, a new study's come out that proves that this is this, or that, like, you know, they can well, take it in different directions. Maybe right and wrong is more of a spectrum. And like, there's some people who think that there's only one right and only one wrong, but there's things in the middle that are like, you're not always necessarily entirely wrong, but you're wrong for the wrong, you're right for the wrong reasons. Those kinds of like complex situations. Yeah. They require specific care to handle. Right. You know, so me being in a position where I'm like, this guy's drunk, you can't serve him. And then someone's like, actually, he's blind. I like was right if I thought that he was drunk, I was right to kick him out. But I'm like wrong because that's well, now, not what was yeah, actually now happening. The new information has yeah. proven that you are wrong, which is that's why I wanted to bring it up because that's like that was such a, a startling uh, example of somebody just not backing down. Like, because that's like. You know, I don't think climate change is man-made and then getting in an argument with somebody about that and then that person saying, well, there's this study and this study. If you still go, yeah, but I don't believe those scientists, I still think probably an asshole, but at the very least... You know, it's like it, it is more murky because there's different scientific data. You could believe different s- sources. Yeah. But if it's like, I think you're drunk. No, he's blind. That should just be an, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm wrong. There's no, <laughs> you can't go back. There's like, no like, the, well, I don't. Well, per- I'd like to see a doctor's report. At one point in time, he did say, though, saying, if he's like, blind, he's supposed to have a cane. He, the guy said that. He's supposed oh to have God. one of those sticks. Okay, here's a big question. Do you think that this guy's job should be in jeopardy because of how he treated you guys? Because I know you have a lot of feelings about when it is and isn't appropriate to just fire somebody. Right. I think that at the I think uh, him being reprimanded for it would be totally justified. I don't Mm -hmm. know. One hundred percent firing the guy for it again. Maybe it's that's clearly his personality is to never admit that he's wrong. So like he he's going to probably run into these situations. But I wouldn't say that it would be out of uh out of the question for this guy to be like somebody to sit him down and go you know when somebody who's visually Some, yeah. and the guy who's also black by the way so he was a blind i was like i, I said to the guy I was like you're kicking a blind black guy out of your place like like did we literally this is city tv news <laughs> like this could be very bad if, oh my god if any bad. of us were That's like bad hashtag did he kick, people. is it stevie wonder were you with stevie wonder yes yeah guy is kicked, he, i think he's dead uh, stevie no, wonder is not dead is he not i don't know i don't mm, pay that I much attention i don't think he's dead oh this is awful i know ray charles is dead and he's, if that's where he's I, so yeah, dead yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah. not a recent one no 
But I thought Stevie. Nah. Anyway. No, I think Stevie. Oh god. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. The thing about like people getting fired for for varying things, like this was definitely poor conduct. So uh, uh, some sort of reprimanding or like talking to would be good. But the, again. You, with a person like that, you can tell that like they're never going to change anyway. Yeah. And, and I mean, he can't just be unemployed for the rest of his life. <laughs> but Yeah, like, but if he can take a job see- more seriously and not just use it to like express his weird fucked up personality. Yeah. But I guess that's like really hard. <laughs> I guess for some people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, people getting fired. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't happen that much, but it it comes out like the, the Stephen Colbert thing. And not that he's getting fired or even even close to getting Thank fired. Thank God. Yeah, there'd yeah. be no no way that they that would do it. Much. But the FCC is doing an investigation into the because there's complaints, right? So they have to look at the complaints or whatever it is. The Writers Guild st- stood up for him, which was something I uh, read recently that they were like, uh, "What the FCC is doing is bullshit to even look at it." Do it's- they do that a lot? Do they stand up a lot? Uh, the Writers Guild? I don't know. You don't necessarily hear of it a ton, but I, yeah, you, I actually don't hear about it that often, but it's, with something like this, it's because he's within the, the time period where you can say that joke. You can say cock. That's true. But it has to be bleeped out and mouth blanked I out or whatever. I like that we still bleep out words. I don't know. There's a charm to it. I find, I'm like, I know he said fuck, but I'm... Sometimes, though, they, they you don't even know what they said. You're like, that could have been fuck. Oh, that drives me else. crazy. Yeah. And then you, like, think about all the swear words you know, and you put it in that context, and you're like, does that sound right? Like, does that sound like what they were saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I know that on primetime television, you can't just say cock holster. So I get that. But you can say it, have it bleeped out. Everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. You say blank holster in that like reference. People, the only thing his mouth is good for is Putin's yeah. blank holster. I think you, we got a pretty yeah, good idea of what it is. Yeah, glad that went away. There was, there's been a few other ones. I, I actually, I don't think it's totally gone away yet, but it won't. He won't get fired or any bullshit for that. Like, but Colbert has been under pressure a couple of times he did that uh one joke that people said was anti-asian american do you remember that one um i don't remember that joke it was he was he did a bit about the the redskins in uh uh the football team and saying that like this was completely inappropriate like a name but he did it from like the old show so he was he was stephen colbert you know satirically saying that was bad while actually agreeing with it you know so that's why he's then said I think he said like the, he, I, I'm going to butcher the joke, but it was basically saying, you know, I'm doing this thing now for Asian Americans. It's called the Ching Chong Ching something for Asian Americans or whatever oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yes. I get that he's trying to be like, the, see the how Redskins see mascot how, is so great. We should make one for every ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. China, you're next. Yeah, like, yeah. And, but doing it from a funny. satirical point of view yeah. saying that this is, but there were so many people who I just. I understand the irony of that joke. I yeah. think what it's trying to say is funny. And people were offended by it. Yeah, well, a lot of people. You got a lot of. There was a uh, you know trending with hashtag uh, fire Colbert and that kind of stuff. And there was you, just a lot of people. Have you seen the Hari Kondabolu ju- uh, joke? <laughs> Hari Kondabolu Jew. That's not a thing. <laughs> he has a joke about um, the Redskins logo should be re- replaced by like an old white guy with a sunburn. No, oh, okay. It's really. It's I just, haven't seen it. It's like a logo now you, you can buy. Like, yeah. I, I think it's like it's funny. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that that is kind of making that joke at the same sort of thing. Yeah. It's not, well, and yeah. the Redskins is 
a, a slur, basically. Like it's it's you know it's or it's very close to one. You know, like to yeah. say somebody has red skin isn't a slur, but to call a team the Redskins with a, a a mascot like that, like the Chicago Blackhawks have a team that's like you know it's a it, it, the face of a native man, but like he was an actual guy. It's you know, and it's not like done in a way of like you know saying calling him the Redskins. Yeah. But there's still people like oh we should change that logo. I don't agree with that one i agree with the redskins or the even the cleveland indians where that's like a caricature yeah. of a native american person there's i just there's times where i can agree with these things and times where i think they go too far and 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 it's like if you keep going down that road it, I, the idea of cultural appropriation right yeah okay i understand like extreme examples of that where people are like well that's cultural appropriation but then there's people who are like well you can't do yoga because that's cultural appropriation or okay i see what you're saying you know yeah. Because, like... There's, like, degrees of severity and right, context and right. everything. Okay, here, here's one theory I have, that Redskins is only not a racial slur in a general context because it's still used as a fucking team name. <laughs> like, sports are associated with such positive things, and logos and images are super important. So you have so many people who cherish a depiction of racism. So for them, like, the word redskin isn't bad. If you're someone who has, who your experience with that word is having it thrown at you by white people, because mm-hmm. uh, you're a native person, then that's, like, that's pretty fucked. Well, yeah, the the the, the team logo and, and, like, the name Redskins yeah. is totally a slur. If you were to describe somebody as having 100%. red skin, that wouldn't be a slur the same way as white skin or whatever. You, you wouldn't know? turn to your friend who's indigenous and be like, hey, you fucking Redskin. You no, would you, never do You that. would never say that. Maybe that guy who worked at that bar right. would say that. Right, but if you were to, like, yeah, yeah. But if you were to, like... <laughs> I don't I don't even know a term that you would. I mean, obviously, the term describing white people to say white people is very well known. You say that and black people even say, oh, the black, you know, he's a black guy or whatever. Yeah. You don't say red very often. No. But it's still technically, the you know, it, it's the same as red and white or sorry, black and white. However, when it's used as the mascot or logo for a football team and just saying yeah. the Redskins when there's literally not one native person on the team. Uh, you're not doing that yeah, as like a, super weird. Yeah, you're not doing that as like a, 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 you know, some sort of tribute to the Native American culture. You're just like showing how white people have really fucked with with indigenous people yeah yeah like, that this could like that this like could go on just shoving it in people's faces yeah this like, could go we're called on the redskins but there are none like yeah. it's fucked mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah there's not like a team out there like the cincinnati black guys you know they're not going to do that because that would be <laughs> that's a insane. catchy name though. i mean <laughs> maybe specific to yeah. cincinnati that doesn't mean i'm endorsing it <laughs> no, just no. phonetically speaking it would work and ultimately for a lot of the teams it would be pretty accurate <laughs> of a description oh at the very least at the very least, on some basketball teams, yeah, there would sure. be a lot of more African-American people, whereas there there are no Native people who play for the Redskins or the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, cultural appropriation. I don't, you know, there's a, a, when somebody dresses up in a certain Halloween costume, people call that cultural appropriation. I think that's, I think well, it, I, I think don't when know somebody if it's dress- cultural appropriation to just like wear the costume. I think that's just more like fucked up because you're wearing people as a costume. Right. 
It's not like taking like bindies and then like wearing being like a white girl who has no idea what they are. Right, like, that's a bit different. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Like some people who would just dress like or you know somebody gets like, but then like a, a white person getting dreadlocks or something like that. Yeah, I guess that, that would be considered cultural appropriation. Yeah, or, yeah, but if someone wore a dreadlock wig for Halloween, I don't think that's cultural appropriation. I think it's just like straight up kind of making fun. Depends, but <clears throat> you know, it depends on like if you're like a. Like, what if you went as Bob Marley? What if you wanted to go as Bob Marley? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's different because it's a, it's a specific it's an man. Specific it's person. not just like, I'm just like all Jamaican people in right. one fun costume. Then it's like, well, but it's like, oh, I'm like dressed up and I'm like, don't wear blackface. Yeah. Don't blackface do would it. be inappropriate. You're white yeah. Bob Marley. You're Damien no, I, Marley. And I do get it to like dress up like, a, you know, when people dress up like a native person for Halloween or a, like a belly dancer or a geisha or something like that. Yeah. It's like. It's it's kind of just like uh, taking a sort of, a, a, you know, a, nobody's dressing like you know, a black guy's not dressing up like a white guy named Irv or whatever. You that know. would be a great costume. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so nobody's there's nobody dressing up. There's no well, white people don't really have like a, you know, there's like we don't really people have a who culture. dress up as like <laughs> rednecks or like. Yeah. A 16 and pregnant girl, which doesn't necessarily isn't making fun of white people per se. You but know like, what? One of the worst ones that people never seem to have a problem with is people dressing up like hobos, you know? Oh, God. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, people just dressing up like the most, like, knew, like the least looked after people in our society. I knew kids in elementary school who would dress up as hobos for. I think <laughs> my I, sister I was I a squeegee kid for Halloween once, oh, which is yeah. actually pretty funny yeah. and not necessarily like. A homeless person. Well, it but. depends. Some of them probably are. Some of them aren't. You can tell in the summer when the people who aren't actually homeless, they're just sitting on their skateboards like, yeah, you know, and bumming money, basically saying it's going to weed in their signs. In terms like, of squeegee kids, there's lots of representation happening. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of different kinds of squeegee people. They're all out there. Yeah. Yeah. Some um, of them do it for fun. Yeah. Some people but do you, would you, for would, cancer. Would you like, I, I think probably, yeah, somebody wearing a bindi would be ridiculous if you're not indian that would be crazy uh no uh, but like dreadlocks lots of people get dreadlocks i've known yeah. tons of people who've gotten them and they're white you know is that like oh i think dreadlocks is a, is a complicated i mean i sure. don't like them anyway i think no one should get them because they're okay yeah <laughs> you think they're just like not a good hairstyle i don't like the hairstyle i've seen some and it's it's always people who aren't white. It's always black people who can pull it off and actually make it look like a, like a fashion. And that's because their hair is a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I think when other people do it, it's just like, it it is kind of weird. And especially when white people do it, because I think white people get a lot less discrimination on their hair than black people. I think there's like, a thing where you discriminate against people's hair. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Children have been getting sent from home, home from school for having unkempt hair. Oh, yeah. Like, I have read several articles. Like, they just come up all the time about children getting sent home for their hair. It's crazy. That's not even a rule. Like, that's so... So their hair's unkempt, and it's like, but it's still racially based? It's considered, uh, like, it's it's considered, like, untaken care of, or, like, like, like So, like a dreadlock we're talking yeah, about here. Yeah, for sure. Or, yeah. like, any kind of, like, kinky kind of hairstyle. Like, okay. having braids. Like, braids? Yeah. People just getting sent home for regular braids? Yes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's really, I recommend giving it a little bit of time to just, like, see how often it happens. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't come across any. It's crazy. Hmm. I, I would recommend doing a bit of Googling. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, 
you know, white people getting dreadlocks is like a, well, they, most of the time they look terrible because, right, the hair, they can't pull it off. And yeah. they just, you know, it's like the guy that you know that has dreadlocks. You know exactly everything that guy thinks. Like, you don't even have to talk to him. You know, every opinion that guy has for sure. The first thing I see when I see, like, like the first thing I think when I see someone who has dreadlocks in is like, wow, you didn't like think maybe this wasn't a good idea. At all. Like, that never crossed your mind because it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not even totally from a cultural appropriation point of view, right? That's just from a, that's this from looks a ju- stupid. <laughs> yeah, but it's still, like, I still am reminded that that hair is considered, like, unprofessional when it is on a black person's head. And I don't think that necessarily happens to people. I think they're white people. I think there's, like, a weird racial difference of experiences there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, people not having their hair considered work appropriate. Right, right. When Um, it's... You know, there's no reason that it's really not. It's considered like a like a crazy hairstyle. Yeah. Like, the same way people with, like, colorful hair aren't allowed to, like, work at certain places. Like, Starbucks won't hire people with, like, pink hair. Really? So, they're acting like it's, like, a different policy, but it's very much just, like racial like black hair yeah it's a black hair thing yeah it's crazy right but it's and it's a specific type of black hair like it's not just like you can't have black hair because that's just a weird way of them saying you can't be black and work here it's like they found it they found another way to not hire black people yeah this well this yeah the ones with uh dreadlocks right yeah uh but if they're not also hiring people with like pink hair and stuff like that then at least it can be said that they have some weird fucking hair thing that they have a problem with yeah, where it, like, for sure. like here's the code that you sort of had to step up to i don't know that Star- starbucks seemed like the place where they let people just like with you know they piercings and colored hair and recently started letting people with tattoos and piercings that are visible work there really like, in the past few i thought that years. was long over with but i guess i probably wasn't Wonderland paying that much attention is the to same it. way i don't know how i know what places are picky about tattoos and hair? Probably because I have a carnival those. is picky about people with tattoos. Exactly. How crazy is that? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They're that's pretty much everybody I'd ever seen operate any form of carnival ride. Yeah, was tattoos except for Wonderland. They just have like kids do it. Yeah, which is maybe better. I guess that can <laughs> justify them paying them less money to do what seems like a ton of work. Operate it like working at an amusement park sounds like a nightmare. I would hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't really part like of going me is to like, them either, though. Oh my god, roller coasters are so cool. I want to be around them all the time. But like, I think you get sick of it. Yeah, because <laughs> you're picking up actual vomit. Yeah, and there's just thousands of people there in lines, and it's hot, and everybody, you know. Uh, and people are asking you stupid questions all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shitting in just a box, basically. Yeah, and smoking where they're not supposed to. She's crazy. They're so <laughs> terrible. Uh, have you been paying attention to this Trump shit that's going on right now? So, this, this very specific one that's going on yeah, right now? There's a million fired things. James Comey, who is the head of the FBI. Yeah. And then the latest one is he had uh, the Russian uh, ambassador and some other guy, some other Russian guy in. And into the Oval Office, which they are not like really supposed to do. One of them is like, like basically a spy for oh, Russia. Is he breaking the rules? Yeah, Donald Trump broke but the rules more so again. Than breaking the rules, he didn't let American press in. He let uh, Russian photographers in, 
and uh, oh my god, this will probably this is the closest to impeachment that he is because now there's even Republicans coming out saying you can't do that. There's like lawmakers now meeting to try to figure out he's, what the next step is. He's giving up. Yeah, he's giving up. Yeah, so he's not resigning. He wants to make it. Lo- he's so staged at all times yeah. that he's just like just yeah. Wow, I think it's I think it's fairly clear he's in over his head, which everybody knew was going to happen and has been very clear for a while. Yeah, uh, he just thought it was going to be super easy just to sit down, sign all those executive orders, and then be like, "Oh, this is done." Like you know, he did like, say that. Yeah, he thought he was just going to be the king <clears throat> of the fucking world. And then they realized very quickly afterwards, like, "Oh, that doesn't work. It still has to go through process. Like you can oh, do wait, it." Oh wait, he's stupid. Shit, but we the, voted a stupid guy. But the uh, the thing that this this the implications that this has especially after the collusion with Russia for the election in, in general. like So there's so many things that are being thrown out about this whole Russia thing. But one of the biggest implications is the uh, people that gave him the information was Israel. They gave him this information. And then so when he was in the Oval Office with these Russians, he told them the information that Israel gave him. And Israel's like, you can't do that. That endangers us you now. You can't be just like gossiping about us mm-hmm. when we trusted you, man. Well, it's also it's uh, Russia is tied to Iran and Iran doesn't think Israel should exist. So they don't really feel safe giving information to a guy who's then going to go to the ally of people who want them to not be there anymore. So it's just all it basically has done is weaken his position globally, which has probably already happened enough anyway. But even with like a country like Israel, which pretty much owes everything to the United States, if they're going oh, you're not on our good side anymore. And they're literally the only reason why the Israeli military and air force and everything is where it is is because the United States funded it, gives them the money. Uh, If they're willing to even go, fuck you, man. Like, even though they owe everything to these guys, like it's, it's getting, it's getting a little hairy. You know, these are irreparable mistakes. Like, People have said I, several times that, like, oh, let's just see how Trump does. And it's like, yeah, but doing that has consequences and we're seeing them. Well, the thing, the only unfortunate thing is you kind of had to see how he did because he got elected. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but if he didn't get elected, we like none of this shit would have happened. Obviously. I know it's easy to say in hindsight, but I've been so like, no, we should never, ever, ever let Trump get close to the presidency. That's been my stance the whole time, and no one listened. And now look where we are. Yeah, well, I think that's been a lot of people's stances. <laughs> I don't know if you were the only no, person I'm with that. No, I'm the only one. Uh, but the whole thing with, with Hillary, right? A lot of people were just like, she's terrible as well. Uh, I don't go with the she was just as bad, and it's like, you know, it's you know a coin flip. Uh, but there was a lot of pissed off Bernie people, and they should be pissed off. But Russia knew that would happen when they released emails from the DNC saying like look they basically pushed bernie out even though that's who everybody wanted to be the candidate so yeah Yeah. it was really unfair that he got pushed out it's like if he were up against any two people in the plant on the planet two people who so badly want to become president for all the wrong reasons and they have the power to really have a campaign you're fucked Mm mm-hmm you're fucked. So yeah. it's just like a shame that Bernie, if he had waited like 
wait, he's old. He's I always seventy six, like, I think. Yeah, he's a he's an old man. <laughs> or maybe maybe not seventy six, but he's close to that. Anyway, like seventy between seventy two and seventy six, which is in four years time. It's like you know he's still gonna be in politics, but I don't think he can run yeah. again. Because when McCain ran, that was like he was younger. He's retired from running for president. Yeah. I guess. This was, yeah, this Maybe was the last he chance. Will. It was just really unfortunate. Maybe he will, but it's it's unlikely. Like, the Republicans can easily just beat him with that. Because that's what one of the McCain things was, right? Like, he was mm-hmm. old, and then Sarah Palin was nominated as the vice president, and then that was just an easy talking point to be like, this guy's old. She's if he, if he dies, crazy yeah, she's crazy. Yeah. We can't have her be that close. Uh, that's why the whole thing with Trump, too, it's like, fuck, Mike Pence is the vice president. So yeah. when people are like, oh, they impeach him, you know, Mike Pence steps in. But Mike Pence, at the very least, even though he has unreasonable ideas on most of the social issues that I would I would believe in. Mm-hmm. But at least he's actually a reasonable person in his unreasonable ideas. Yeah, he's he's a terrible person to be running the country, but he's better than Donald Trump. Yeah. He's he's he wouldn't do most of like he wouldn't have done any of the shit. He would have done some like really shitty things. Like he would have done like put some homophobic things into play, but he wouldn't start fucking wars with other countries. Well, yeah, the Syria, I the the whole bombing of Syria that he did, I actually I wouldn't be and I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was literally he knew that everybody was believed that he colluded with Russia during the election and there was there was going to be an investigation. So Russia didn't want him to bomb Syria. So he just did it so that people like, see, I'm not friends with the Russians. They're not going to tell me what to do. Like I just bombed one of their allies. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like some somewhat of what was involved. Yeah. Uh, But also, I don't know. That's a there's no proof of that. Like, yeah, there's no proof. But it's just like not a totally illogical train of thought mm-hmm. either like someone who was panicking because the world was like assuming that they were trying to like you know make friends with the enemy essentially um well first of I, all if you what- were a total spaz that's exactly what you would do you just bomb some country to get people off your back yeah well did you ever see the movie wag the dog no what's that? people ought to compare it to this it's uh david mamet wrote it and uh it's a really good movie um uh robert de niro's in it uh dustin hoffman it's about like this guy the president is caught with uh like an underage girl and the election's coming up yeah so they create a fake war to take everybody's mind off of this one scandal that happens in order yeah. to get him reelected. Uh, and they so Dustin Hoffman plays a movie producer that they go to to basically stage a war and film things and do whatever. It's like, a, you know, it's more of a comedy than anything else. But there's like serious aspects to it, obviously. But yeah. it's it's uh, it's it's like it's really funny. And then this is what, like a lot of people cited you know, firing missiles at Syria as being his wag the dog sort okay. of moment where, hey, you're in in deep with Russia and they controlled the election and Seems it's like, like no, an apt see comparison. Yeah. Yeah. The one one thing that I don't disagree with, even though he fucked it up completely, but the whole North Korea situation, everybody's very scared about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh but North Korea for like over a decade has basically just been like, when we get the opportunity, we are going to wipe America off the map. Yeah. Like they just they just say that out loud. This is what we're gonna do. Uh they're also a, a country with 
uh, dictators who refer themselves as supreme leaders and keep people brainwashed and then kill them and or pu- put them in prison forever. Yeah, North Korea's <clears throat> fucked. So him saying that we're not going to take your shit, North Korea, I wish it wasn't Trump saying it, but somebody does actually need to be like, you can't just keep saying you're going to nuke us. Like, yeah. we're going to have to do you're something freaking about us out that. Yeah, a little yeah. bit over yeah, here. We have nukes. Like, yeah. and not only that, we have other things. They're using that mother of all bombs, as they called in Afghanistan, and they say, oh, it was an ISIS target. Um, that was definitely just an empty field that they dropped that bomb on to be like, hey, look, look what we have. This is this is like we have a bunch of these. Yeah. You know? um, I do think that that's kind of what he's doing. He's just waving his dick around. Yeah. Because he's been doing that for his entire life. Yeah. Very literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. He's a terrible, terrible man. And... Uh, it's just so funny how everyone who, like, all, all the times I've heard people say I like him because he speaks his mind. And it's like, that's not good. It's not always good to just say everything that's on your mind. And it's especially not good when someone who does that also fucking loses it when he doesn't like what other people have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the... I, don't, I I couldn't even get that out with a straight face. I was going to say one of the biggest criticisms that I've had of Trump is that he his hypocrisy with that, but there's many other reasons that I, I dislike him more. Yeah. But that is definitely one thing that I don't like where it's like he went after that vote of the of the people who were tired of the PC culture being like, you know, restricting what they could say or whatever. So he went after that vote as the, I say what I want to kind of guy. And then somebody tweets a joke about him. He's like, I'm going to sue them. So he's not in favor of free thought and discussion. It's what he likes to say goes and fuck what everybody else says. That's probably like the scariest thing about him. And as he's kind of like, running around like a chicken with his head cut off in his role of presidency, like, he's creating quite a bit of damage. Like, it, he, it, it's not fun. No. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, oh, it's going to be done. It's going to be over. If they do impeach him, then that, you know, would be great. But it could still be another three and a half years of Donald Trump as president yep. if they don't do it, which is to they look at what's happened over the last hundred and so days. Like, it's not going to be good. I don't think he's going to get better at it, you know. He's going to put up a fight for some reason. It's so confusing. Like, he's going to put up a fight to not be impeached. He's still going to fuck things up. Like, he's still just going to keep doing crazy shit well yeah it depends yeah there's the theory that he kind of wants to get kicked out now right and just be done with it because it's like i can't do this no one you know like i'm actually not qualified for this when he said basically out loud that the he didn't realize how hard it was going to be to be president it's like that's not a thing you say out loud like that's crazy like we're not talking about like president of like bolivia or something where it's like a small kind of overall insignificant country to yeah. on the grand world scheme you know it's like this is a country that's so important in the the whole world yeah that's another thing that always bothered me about americans when they say he's like oh he's not your president what do you give a shit it's like come on man like you know that you're the top of the world and right like <laughs> canada and the united states um i know that there are significant cultural differences but they are a lot like us. Like, yeah. we're not, we're like two European countries, you know, mm-hmm. like not, like there's a lot of things that are different, but there's a lot of things that because we're on the same piece of land and we 
trade with each other and we travel the to each other all the largest time. Largest undefended border in the world, right? Yeah. So it's like that's you can't we your president affects us. Our prime minister doesn't really affect you, yeah. but your president affects us. All right, let's get off the Trump thing. I talk I talk about him a lot and he's yeah, just an it's, idiot and um it's not easy. Any interesting fights on social media recently? Oh, okay. My show got heckled. I run a show out of a yarn store. I don't know if you've ever heard, I've of, not heard of my this. show. It's at a yarn store. It's a small store. We okay. have like a small stage and a little lamp that's next to it. And that's the best we can do for a spotlight. And then the knitting community and some of the community of like Kensington Market it's always like a pretty full show and we have a decent following. It's really cute. This asshole who is someone who has performed comedy. I wouldn't necessarily say he's like a comedian. He says he's been doing it for like six years mm -hmm. on and off, which, okay. you know, doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Yeah. So he came to my show and he, like, heckled the whole time. He answered rhetorical questions, like, out loud. And I just was so frustrated because it was, like, it's a small show. The people, it just was not that kind of audience in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't, it was, like, a quiet kind of, like, kind of a lot of older women. Like, it's just well, a it's weird a yarn place. Store. It's yeah. a yarn store, yeah, you yeah. know? On, I, I host the show, and I did my best to try to keep him quiet without just, like, telling him to go fuck himself and kick him out, because mm. I think that also is not a great tone to set for an evening. So I managed to get him to stay quiet, and then we tried to talk to him afterwards. There were three of us. There were me, myself, and two other comedians, all women. I don't know why that's important to say, but I feel like it is. And we're talking to him about why he's really messed up the show mm -hmm. and why what he did was like unacceptable and he wouldn't listen he was like no i really thought i added to the show yeah. and i was like well none of us think you added to the show mm -hmm. like you I, he's like well i think that you know i love lewis black like lewis black would know how to handle me i'm like are you telling me you're gonna heckle lewis black yeah don't heckle Lewis fucking Black, yeah. okay? No, don't heckle anyone, okay? Don't heckle me, but like super especially, never heckle a professional well, comedian they would get at a show. It, they would get kicked out of like a theater show that Lewis yeah. Black was on, right? Or like, like, like in college. second. Actually, I, I did um, Brian's show at, at uh, St. Louis Wings there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there was a guy that was in the audience one time who was like, he wasn't even heckling. His friend was heckling and every comic told him to shut the fuck up or whatever, made fun of them, you know? Yeah. And then this guy afterwards was like, uh, having drinks at the bar and he was just telling like me and some other comic that we should know how to deal with it. It's not a big deal. So I just explained to him that it's, it's a terrible thing to do. It's yeah. insanely disruptive. You don't do that in any other form of live performance or performance that you go to yeah. without expecting to be kicked out. Because like, if you go to do that at a movie, the movie can't tell you to shut the fuck up in a funny way. You yeah. just ruin it for other people. So then you get kicked out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and because uh, what ends up having a movie is like if somebody's yelling, they have to go to an usher and be like, can you kick this person out? And then they're like, look, they ruined the whole movie. And then they have to give them free tickets to another movie. Like because, there's like cost involved to it. Yeah, the person who's like heckling is an asshole. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, I want my money back. And like. But this guy got super pissed off. Wow. And uh, 
Yeah, I just asked him, you know, the class, I was like, what's your job, you know? And then it was like, imagine you tried to do that, and I just, like, come up and just fucking slap the goddamn laptop out of your hand or whatever. Is yeah. your, that's what you're doing. Like, we all have jokes. But yeah, comics, uh, it's, if a, a comic does it, it's even more, or somebody who calls himself a comic, even if they're not, yeah. then it's just, like, clear that, you know, the w- sort of bulletproof thing you can say. And it was like, if you want to be a comic, you can't come to comedy shows and heckle other comedians. You'll yeah, just be you blacklisted from doing do it. And that's, yeah. you know, you won't be allowed in anymore. No one will book you. They'll be like, no, you can't, you know. For sure. Well, he, okay, so the owner of the store managed to kind of convince him that what he had done was wrong and that he was disruptive and he kind of accepted it and he says, okay, he said like, okay, I understand what I was doing was you know, fucking with what the comedians were trying to do and messing with their timing and everything. And I'm sorry. He said to turn it on to me, which is like so funny. Anytime I, I find anytime I call somebody on something and there's another person who also like backs me up, whoever fucked up always says sorry to them and never me. I don't understand why people, I don't know. What do you mean? Sorry. Uh, so like this guy apologized for ending the show to my friend who owns the store, oh. but never to me. Like oh, okay. he never messaged me or anything, which is fine. Like I just don't want to talk to the dude at all. I just find that's a pattern in my life, not related uh, to our conversation mm. at all. Um, but anyway, so um, apparently he checked his social media and he called... He didn't name me or anything. I don't think he remembers my name, but I think he called us like feminists who have no sense of humor. Okay. And that we're like social justice warriors and all of that. It's so funny how I just was like, you heckle the show, which mm-hmm. you can't do at any comedy show. Yeah, it is nothing. You should to do know with. that. You've been doing it for six years on and off. That's wow. You should know. Yeah. Not to just like shout out at people. Yeah, that seems like a, a cop out. Yeah. To say that. And then to make it about how we're women. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's the that's cop out so to say that. weird. Yeah. Like, if it was, yeah, that's just like, and I, like, I am a feminist, but I don't say feminine, I don't say that in my, in my jokes. I try to make my jokes kind of free of that kind of language, but just to like somehow make it that it's like a feminist show to be like why you're calling us people with no sense of humor mm-hmm. well again it's it's that kind of the guy you know somebody who in light of new information of being calmly explained to that yeah. the way they conducted themselves was inappropriate rather than go oh maybe i need to change what i did he's like yeah. oh i'll just i'll just blame them for being feminist feminist without a sense of humor yeah, and social exactly. justice warriors whereas like there even if that does exist it's not just because you're women who are you know like yeah, if there exactly. are people there are people from any group who don't have a sense of humor but feminists do get branded that way a lot yeah, more for sure which uh, do you deal with that a lot uh yeah i think that i don't get as much like uh credit for being other parts of my personality because i'm a feminist i find it people forget that i do have a sense of humor and that I am a warm person and not just like trying to attack people all the time for, I don't know what they put on the internet, their opinions, their this, their that. Like, I don't think that I'm that, I don't think I'm as intense as people sometimes perceive me to be. Like, yeah. I won Outrage Comic of the Year one year at like an I Heart Jokes thing, which mm-hmm. was super fun. I honestly wanted to win it. But like, yeah, I got 
even nominated for just like most pissed off woman in comedy award and i was like i am not that mad like i'm right, passionate but, social, but like but social media and and this is the thing is like people can only see some posts and then can like read into maybe a tone that's there that yeah, isn't or sure. so, and sometimes people don't clarify enough of what their opinion is within the thing i know that because we've had a couple of back and forths online yeah. and there was just a couple of times where i thought you were being very glib with a very broad topic mm-hmm. and then so we got in a back and forth we had our exchange it was over yeah for sure um i forget what the one was it was somebody posted I can't even remember yeah. what it was now, uh, which would have helped if I had have tried to remember that before we got on <laughs> yeah. right into this position. Um, <clears throat> We've had a few scuffles. Yeah, for I think sure. it, there's been a couple of times where, and maybe maybe I read into it too much, but I've read like things where it's like all men are or men are this, yeah. and then I go, okay, you yeah. know, like because from me, it's and I get where it comes from in a way for sure but also i'm like i'm a i just don't want to be made to feel bad for just being like you know the whole idea from the left especially is like be born who you are be who you are respect and appreciate it yeah uh and so i that but that's who i am just a guy you know uh i don't condone the garbage behaviors of men that are out there in any way, shape, or form, and we call men out on being shitbags in in situations. Mm-hmm. But I, I also like I'm like I was raised well. Uh, my dad always raised me to like respect women, treat them well, and and so I'm like I'm a good guy. I'm sure I've done shitty things. Of course, everybody has. Uh, but so when it's like oh, just your men are shitty, or if I hear can. Uh, sort of take that away from whatever the conversation is. And you do see that sometimes. Like, I'll see somebody post something where it's not necessarily that's the post that they're making. But then even in the like in the comments, you'll just see people being like, yeah, that's because men are garbage or like whatever. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think that women are having a lot of fun right now with this kind of like language of... um like saying that men aren't f- funny. I hear that all the time. Because men aren't funny? I hear women say that all the time. And it's kind of like a weird release because a lot of people have said in the past that women aren't funny. No, no. And I, a lot of people still believe But that's funny. That. That's f- to say men, men, are fu- are, yeah. men aren't funny and, and in, yeah. in a way that's like trying to say it that way. I've heard women, like lots of people say that women aren't funny as well. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, that's, I've, I've heard that for a while. I've heard a lot of women say that too, not women comedians, obviously. Yeah, no, but I've like, heard There's for a sure. ton of women who say that. And I'm just like, that's, I just feel like you're not, you've just decided from whatever thing, you know, like some, yeah. you saw one comedy set on, you know, TV once or, you know. It happens a lot where a female audience member will be like, you know, I didn't think you were going to be funny because I don't usually like women comedians, but you were funny. And that's like common. That's Mm -hmm. like not just one lady in Oakville. That's like a pattern. And it's so like, it's such a weird, I have, I don't know. Okay. So I definitely have observed that women don't treat each other quite the same way. Like women don't back each other up as much as a gender in the way men really seem to. And sure, that's not true of like all men, but there is definitely like, there are women who don't like women, who hate women. And they have like weird, like there's women who don't think a a woman could be president. Like they really don't think that. Yeah. So 
and there's a lot of women who support each other and like that's yeah yeah. i would say that i mean maybe i'm wrong but i would say it's pretty even keel there's women there's lots of women who are very supportive of women and then there's a bunch who aren't and then there's a lot of guys who are very supportive of men but then there's a lot of guys who make the same comment like on like a men are garbage thread they go yeah we are like and like actually mean it like i see a lot of guys saying that and i I think they mean it in the same way that the women mean it yeah i I don't know but i don't mean i'm definitely like just using that is sort of a broad saying men are garbage like i would just um you know no, as I an example of like uh, I got, i've gotten in trouble on face not like in trouble but like i've had things break out of my facebook page over jokes that i made that i i still think that are really funny and i still uh i i don't feel bad about posting them but i made a joke that and it was like a just a picture mm-hmm. and it was a picture of jessica jones rolling her eyes and then the and then Oh, God, you're going to hate me so much. Um, <laughs> and then it said, anytime men speak, like, above it. And I just, for some reason, I was like, this is, I just, I don't actually roll my eyes when men speak. No, I know. I super don't just do that on command or whatever. I just thought it was, like, a funny thing. Because I've been in that situation before where when a certain, like, guy is speak, like, he's a type. Yeah. You know, it's not all men. It's just like this specific douchebag. And as soon as he opens his mouth, I am actually rolling my eyes. Right. And I think that's kind of the joke I've met guys like that where I've rolled my eyes. Because like like, there are those guys out there who you're just like, oh, you're not going to be informed on this. And you're going to like just talk about it as if you know what you're talking about. And just be like, try to dominate the conversation. Because there are guys like guys do that. And other guys also notice that because that's like this misconception that in order to be an alpha alpha male it's being loud and sort of being in charge when i think that it's more it's better to sit pick your spots and be as informed as you can in that position i don't yeah. i don't just speak to fill like i'd rather learn from people especially if i don't know what i'm talking about <clears throat> i guess with the thing like i don't care if you post like a meme like that or a picture uh i don't even mind like a joke where if especially if it's a joke and i know it's a joke and it's like stereotyping man or whatever that's yeah. totally fine if it's like if it comes from a place or it seems like it's more there's more actual like oh, this is actually how I feel about this. And I think it's a sweeping statement. And I'm like, well, that's different than a joke, you know. But also, I don't think... And look, double standards exist in society, so you can't just get rid of them. But I don't think... That if you make that post, you're probably going to get comments from guys being like, fuck off, you're stupid, you know, that shit. But if I made a post where it was like, anytime a woman speaks and it's a a picture of a guy rolling their eyes, like the shitstorm that I would get, it's more, it's more, more of a protected group, right? I've heard jokes like that at comedy clubs. Right. Well, I mean, open mics, and this is a conversation I've had with other people. Some of the open mics, because I do like yucks and stuff like that. And you go to like the, you go to like the professional shows on like the weekends and you don't get as many like people are saying like you know comedy is overrun with rape jokes and it's like i just never hear them i only go to open mics to try stuff out and i'm never really in the room to hear them and then i leave mm-hmm. i feel like it's a very amateur comedian thing like new people starting out guys especially they're in their early 20s and they hit like these five topics that it's like uh, uh hitler r- rape pedophilia and like they just they they have jokes about it for shock value with no and then they either grow out of it or stop doing comedy yeah but you know comedy is also even bigger than that in a general sense where you have and i love dave chappelle and i did 
I watched both the specials and I liked them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, like in his first special, it's most of it's just like one giant rape joke. And that's I like, didn't watch the first one. I think I watched the second one. Okay, yeah, the first one he has it's like a really big long Bill Cosby joke, and it is kind of like set up in a way where it's kind of like you hear it and you're like, oh, that's fucking brutal. Like, is it's it a like brutal... pro Bill Cosby? No, no, it's it's not pro Bill Cosby. It's kind of just, it's kind of more just like a wouldn't it be crazy if sort of joke about Bill Cosby. And uh, it, anyway, I'm not going to like paraphrase a joke because it is like it's a two-parter because he starts it in the beginning, mm-hmm. tells other jokes, and then he calls back to it at the very end. Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, it's going to take me way too long. But basically, like, the kind of joke, it's like, it's like a totally metaphorical sort of joke about, what, like, what is and isn't okay, like, what we make excuses for in society, looking at Bill Cosby or whatever, and it's it's, like, very brutal to listen to. But whatever, it is a joke. But like, that's another place where a rape joke like exists. Mm-hmm. And right, so that's a uh, an example so like, of a rape joke in the mainstream. That's yeah, and, and I think that's I why th- it got so much heat because you don't often see that in people's specials. Usually, I don't think, and I'm not. I don't know the context of the joke because uh, I didn't see it, so I don't know the joke itself. So I but, yeah. And then you kind of, you run into other jokes that aren't necessarily about rape, but they're kind of weird. Like, an example I'll use is the Russell Peters thing, where he was at the Junos, and he said, like, how all those young girls in the audience is a felony. And it's like, those jokes kind of, they're not on the same thing. But it is kind of like a joke about being predatory towards women, right? In, or is in it, a very loose, like, not. did he mean like like young underage? Like that would be statutory, like statutory rape type of thing, where it's just even dating them. It's like jailbait. The thing they say about oh, that. If these girls let me fuck them. That would be a felony. Yeah. Is it saying that? But like yeah, in a they, PG version, like oh, of they it? actually consented, but it's still yeah. uh, not technically legally allowed. Yeah. Whereas, like, if if it's just like oh, all these women here, I can't control my and will take what I want yeah, as like exactly. the purpose of a joke. I think it, like the fact that you even wonder if that's what the joke means, it's still like that's a possibility for what the joke means. I don't think that's necessarily what it means. I think it's the first one. I think it's the like, oh man, if one of these girls let me sleep with them, that would be illegal. <laughs> like it's still like fucking, it's still gross. Like it's still a gross joke. I don't think it's like, oh, oh my God, that joke is d- terrible. But it like, it is kind of in the same umbrella it of looks like weird a- joke. And those jokes are everywhere. It's like a, it's a pervy older man joke where it's like, yeah. you're basically, you're 45 and you're inferring that if you had sex with this 16 or 17 year old, yeah. like if, even if it was like, she wanted to do it like you know i'm still would be charged which of course you should be charged you know but yeah so that's that joke existing in the mainstream and then like the sub mainstream and so i'm a female comic so i see these two kind of worlds and hearing these kinds of jokes and they're not the only ones they're kind they exist also in other areas but still in those like spaces and then i go to an open mic and then i hear people just say like the most atrocious things it doesn't happen that often a lot of the open mics I find are good at the, a lot of the ones I go to regularly are good at weeding those people out because right. 
those shows have audiences and audiences are not going to like a lot of these people because they're not funny and they're just brutal to listen to. But it still happens. So there's like three areas of my experience as a female comic where I'm just having this like weird aggression tossed at my like gender. And then it's like, oh, and then there's like all these other things that I could list that go with it as well. So I think that's what people kind of mean when they say that like comedy is inundated with like rape jokes or like sexist jokes. Right. You know? Yeah, no, I could see, I could see that, and I, and I think that like what you just said there also is kind of gets back to what I said, where the idea, the if you're inundated with uh, attacks on your gender, right? So that's why when I say like the the whole like oh this thing where it's like men are straight white men are shit, that's like an attack <laughs> on on my gender, even yeah. though even even if it's a clever joke, but I'll take I'll take the joke. I'll take the joke. I'll be like, okay, you know what? Yeah. White men have been notoriously the power holders that have done the worst things in humanity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the whole um, alpha male syndrome that exists has caused men to be very sexist towards women and commit sexual assaults and rapes. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I get it when, like, women are angry about that and either are have an opinion about it or make a joke about it. Mm-hmm. So I'll take the joke, but sometimes when it's just, like, I need the, the clarification when it's, like, white, straight, cis men can go fuck oh, yeah. themselves, you know? For sure. And, like, there was, um, like, a like a design that kind of started on Tumblr, and uh, it's kind of... It grew. It was like a design for a shirt or something or a tattoo, and then it became like a t-shirt, and then it became a thing people... It's die cis scum. Like, have you ever heard someone say that? Kind of. Sometimes people say it as like a joke to make fun. You've never heard like die cis scum. It's probably like a small scale kind of meme type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like, I've definitely seen it before, and I, I have like a. I feel uncomfortable by it. I think it's very like aggressive. But at the same time, I'm like, whatever, man. Like, I'm not. But si- worried that someone's so, going to kill me. It's just like right, yeah. But cis, I might need clarification on exactly like what it means. Gender. I know what I mean. Yeah, cisgender yeah. means you identify as the gender that you were born as. Yeah. So that's when somebody says that. That's if you say die cis scum, you're talking about a very significant portion <laughs> of the population. Yeah, and, and you're I talking about scum, gays and lesbians as well. Yeah, I guess the scum part is supposed to say like you know the cis people who are fucking with trans people all the time but like that is still a significant portion of the population well even Uh, even if it's not even if like that definitely narrows it down to like one group of people and if it's one group of people who are like yeah i don't think trans people exist and they shouldn't then those people i'm not saying they should you should say die to them but they they are people that you're like oh your way of thinking's backwards and you have to start to evolve with the current society that we live in so that's fine but that's why people like as for someone like me who who barely knows what cis means, I kind of know, and I obviously do know, but like I, for like most of the time since I've heard it, I'm like, is this what it is or is this what it is? And you know, so when somebody just says like that blanket, I know they're probably joking, but the joke doesn't really have a punchline either. It yeah. basically just says die this group of people. Yeah, and it's I mean the fact that it is such a small minority saying it to the majority doesn't make you feel as threatened and you can go, okay, they're obviously doing that as a form of empowerment, but it's also kind of like, yeah, but where are you going to get with that? You know, as far as (laughs) trying to get your, your ideas across to people who maybe I've, you know, I've talked with people before about this 
there are people that you don't have to deal with, right? So if there's like people who are like, no, trans people are just closet pedophiles who want to fuck kids. You go, okay, I don't need to listen to you or try to explain anything to you. Yeah. You're too far gone. Maybe one day you'll have your own epiphany that stops you from being this piece of shit. But there are some people who are just like, I just don't get it. Can somebody explain it to me? And they might yeah. not even be saying it that clearly or in such a way that actually like, oh, can somebody just explain it to me? They might actually just be like, uh, you know, I don't get it. Is it, are, is, does it mean you're like gay? Is that what you're gay and, and you just want to dress like a girl, you know, and that might sound to like a trans person like, whoa, you're really insensitive to what I actually am. But they might just be like, I just don't know. Like, there's just mm-hmm. people who aren't surrounded by these yeah. issues as much as people, you know, I think people not knowing what a transgender identity like all the things that it can mean. I think that's just like a bigger problem overall because like we should be so accepting of trans people that who they are, what, what, like all the different kinds of gender identities that should kind of already be part of our knowledge. We should, we should be like, well, I think used to it. I think so many of the problems that like could be cleared up by comprehensive sex ed that like is an actual class. Everybody takes from like very early on in school for the entire duration of your public school life. Yeah. Like you should have to pass that the way you have to pass math because it's such an important thing that is so uh, uh, so important to every part of every human's existence. Mm-hmm. Like, not just the basics of the penis goes in the vagina and that creates a baby, but like the yeah. gay people exist and trans people exist and and uh, asexual people exist and mm-hmm. kinks are developed. This You don't have to, And those you know, people can be you. Yeah. Children, you could be any one of these things that we're talking about. Yeah. And, and it's, that's and okay. It, and it's okay. You can be that. But because... Everybody's so uptight and backward about sex and sex education. These things don't get taught. So people are grown up, grow up without any proper education. Mm -hmm. And then they don't surround themselves with this. They're not surrounded by people. They've never, or at least they don't know that they've met a gay person or that somebody in their family is gay because they keep it closeted or don't, you know, they moved away and are just like, fuck those people or whatever. So there's no immersion of their lives into these things. And yeah, part of it is on them for maybe keeping their heads in the sand about it. But the way to get those people who aren't like, trans people fuck them who are like trans people i don't understand then explain it and then if they're still shitty then yeah fuck them but like but i think it's it it is like our responsibility as well to like look for those the answers to those questions too i agree i think self-knowledge and self-learning self-improvement is is something that people aren't really good at doing anymore and don't try to do um but I, I do think that, like, yeah, you, you people should seek out information. Uh, you know, that's, that's you know, the way I try to live my life. But some people don't. And some people are, like, I mean, some people just don't do any of that. They just go to work, do a job that doesn't, like, surround them with anything. It's very whatever. And then they go home and they watch bullshit TV. Yeah. And they go to bed and they wake up and they do the and same thing. And they hate that people are trying to fight for a better life. In, well, in their own way. And then they're like, what? Life's not good enough for you? Yeah, like, well, the people who hate it, again, or hate the people and, and don't like their fight, I don't, I'm not talking, like, those people are, again, those are the people that I would write off and be like, yeah. okay, yeah, if they, I wouldn't deal with them, and if they are in your face, yeah, tell them to go fuck themselves. Like, those are the yeah. people that you can be like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. But the ones who aren't, the ones who are in that sort of, they, they, you, they could be tipped over just onto your side. Sometimes, those like, you, you know... Sometimes the way people learn things is from other people who are experienced, you know, yeah. experienced in that 
thing for whatever reason, whether they are gay, they are trans, or they just know somebody or they're part of the community in in some sort of helpful way. But, you know, yeah, I just I believe in talking to people and trying to convince them. Well, yeah, that's why you do this show. That's why I wanted to do this show. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about things in person because I realize that like anytime I have a fight with someone on the internet, we never we don't often end up trying to resolve it in person. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's never like the same conversation. Say it's like get into a disagreement and then you're you're like frustrated with that person and you they're not like you know necessarily your favorite person when you talk to them in person you're usually like oh man forget about it you know it's not a big deal let's just have fun I find most instead of just like having that conversation again yeah like most most social media interactions are that exactly but pe- people often never will never ever talk to the person because it's very you know you argue sometimes with people you've never met they're just yeah. some weird oh person you added or added yeah, you and then they, they pop in and you're like someone's like who the fuck is this person I have decided to avoid having those like crazy fights on the internet. Like there, I know there's times where you don't have to say something if you see something and then you're like, oh, but I want to prove this person wrong. And then you start trying to like, you know, tell this person why they're wrong or like why they're being kind of ridiculous. And then it becomes like a huge fight. And you're like, why did I even get into this? Well, Cause you never, the whole point? you never prove them wrong. Right. Yeah, like you exactly. never, they never go, Oh, you know, you're completely right. You yeah. know, there's some people whose response is always going to be like, <laughs> like just something like completely ridiculous snarky bullshit when people like get into things i've seen it on the toronto stand-up community and i won't own people any like, names you are behaving I'm- unprofessional for no reason they're like Haha, it looks like you don't have a sense of humor it's like yeah. i've been doing stand-up way longer than you yeah yeah and you couldn't for if you tried do stand-up for as long as i have because no one would put you on anything because you're insane yeah you well there's insane yourself. people for sure oh, yeah. there's like insane people and then there's like annoying people and then there's like I've relentlessly just seen people, annoying people like on the, well the toronto stand-up community is its own thing right because it's there's just like yeah. it's such a mishmash it's wild. but i've seen so many people like i see them fighting and i've just seen the way the snarky responses from everybody i've seen like yeah. just and i'm like that's nothing gets solved when somebody makes what they believe to be a point and then you go uh yeah but that's stupid you know or something like that yeah. like that's never no one's ever been like oh i guess it is oh, you know thank you for telling me how stupid i was being and, and to full circle back to trump i think that was a lot of the thing that happened with trump voters when people were just like well if you like trump you're racist and then mm-hmm. people are like well, i'm not racist fuck you for calling me racist you know yeah. like, and it does make people double down i'm not saying that those people are smart that they should also not look at what trump says and go oh but he's racist yeah or he's at the very least pushing agendas that are racist because he thinks it's going to work for well, him he's also like affiliated with like all right news like well company. breitbart yeah. and fox and friends is his favorite show which yeah. is not even it's not even Fox. Fox and Friends is like nothing. It's like a fluffy morning show on Fox. Like and he doesn't it's even his like favorite. He doesn't show. even like actual journalism. He likes the four people he who just sit likes on a couch. That they talk about him. Yeah, and that they think he's so great. Yeah, They're that's- like we know Donald Trump's a viewer, and he's like, yes, I am, and. That's what he needs to be happy. Yeah. He's a crazy narcissist, right? He's the worst. Yeah, yeah. And he sucks so much. Like he's not even justified narcissism. No. Yeah, no, he's pretty gross overall in pretty much every aspect. The toupee I've, and stuff. I've hated or whatever him it is. for a long time. Yeah. I've hated him probably since I was 10 years old. 
like real Home Alone Two. Is that what did it? No, I think it was, <laughs> I was just trying to think of he what, came know. for Rosie O'Donnell. Oh yeah, yeah, the Rosie stuff. Yeah, and I just you know I thought what Rosie said was really really funny. What did and, you, what was her side of that fight? Okay, so it was about the Miss World pageant right. and Donald Trump. Oh God, I forget what it was for. It was for drinking and doing drugs. One of the winners was okay. Well, I I don't know if she was doing drugs, but she was out drinking underage. You know, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Miss America contestant or winner. I'm not sure. I don't think it's the super important detail. Um, she got like dethroned or something. I don't know what happens when you're a Miss. Ma- you don't get a throne. No. You got decrowned. It's really not an yeah. event that you shouldn't be able to drink or do drugs and do. You're not in charge of anything. Exactly. Your, your competition isn't based you on... Just you can't have do a to performing... look pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, they should probably just get rid of those anyway. Don't you want... Like, he's the guy who wants all these pretty girls on drugs. Because mm-hmm. he's a fucking pervert yeah. and he's a fucking predator so he so basically Rosie O'Donnell was saying like like okay so she got dethroned and then she got rethroned she got rethroned and Donald Trump was like oh, okay you know I thought about it and I decided to forgive her for what she was doing and then like Rosie O'Donnell just went off being like, who the fuck does he, who does he know who he is like saying like he's not a role model for like good behavior mm-hmm. and he's trying to tell girl like 19 year old girls the same age as like Lindsay Lohan or Britney Spears like going out and getting you're expecting her not to go out and get like go party like mm-hmm. that's crazy and then he called her a fat pig yeah I know his response yeah. I remember that There's a, you I couldn't remember what she criticized him for exactly she does but- an impression of him it's fucking hilarious she goes I'm Donald Trump I'm and it's really funny it's like old school Rosie on the view she's on the view like that's Mm -hmm. a controversial thing to say about like another famous person Mm -hmm. especially someone who's definitely gonna come back and he came back at her but like she's still strong she's still killing it Rosie O'Donnell Mm -hmm. yeah she's still around I guess I don't really I don't pay attention she did a special uh, a year or two ago oh good it's really good no yeah, she was always funny, me, but yeah, she's I, I, funny. I always liked her in movies and stuff like that. I thought she was really good, but yeah. uh, I just yeah, I just knew his side of it that he just called her a fat pig. But that's kind of his thing, right? Is just like yeah. okay, well, once somebody criticizes me or the chips are down, it's like zero to a hundred in a second, I'm and just it's just call them names, yeah, and tear it's just them you're down. fat, you're gross, you make them feel uncomfortable, yeah, yeah, even though. He's so gross. He's so gross. <laughs> yeah. He sucks so much. He does. He's just like the most pathetic, not smart person. It's true. Yeah. Um, but I guess, we're, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. We full circled back to Trump, talked about a lot of things. Of course uh, we did. Thanks for being on the show. Do you got anything to plug? This will um, be com- Keep in mind, this will be coming out, I think, Monday. So anything oh, okay, after Monday. Um, the yarn show that I was talking about is called Stitch, Please. It is at Yarns Untangled in Kensington Market. And it is on the second Saturday of every month. The next one is June 10th. We'll see you there. And also at the uh, the Beaver um, on June 20th, I have Hat Couture, which is a comedy uh, fashion show. Oh, cool. So uh, it was at Comedy Bar. It's now on the Beaver on uh, June 20th. Nice. Uh, and I am Nick Beaton. Uh, I don't think I have anything cool coming up. Um, no, I think, I think the gigs are not really public. Uh 
I'm doing an East Coast tour uh, at the end of June. I'll be in, at the Halifax Yucks and then the St. John Yuck Yucks. So I guess I'll just plug that, uh, check that out. Um, and uh, Twitter, do you have Twitter that you use regularly? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, at Lucy Swears Words. At Lucy Slayers, Swears Words? Lucy at, Slayers Words. Slayers Words, no, Swears Words. <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, at Nick underscore Beaton. Because I got there late. And uh, <laughs> please check this out and go to NeverSleepsNetwork.com for lots of other great podcasts. Subscribe to this on iTunes or I guess like Google Play or wherever you get podcasts. And rate it favorably if you like it. And I guess badly if you don't. I'm not going to tell you what to do. All right. Thanks for <laughs> listening. Bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.